hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? Appreciate you for tuning into another episode of This a Podcast. Before we get into it, um, of course, want to say check out everything that's on This Nation TV. We got Sporty Life on there. We got Saba Saga on there. We got Jerry Wright's romance novels, even more memoirs. Um, check out the podcast live from the back seat on iTunes. And yeah, man, it's nation.com. We got all the content you're looking for. Um, on this episode of This a Podcast, I got my homegirl, Alexis Davis, on tap. Uh, she's a social media consultant, um, super, le- super lit in the tech world. Um, met up with her in Austin uh, during South by Southwest. So we're talking about like all kinds of stuff going on around there. And yeah, man, it's really dope. She gets into some cool stuff. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Got my dog Alexis Davis on tap today. Hello. I appreciate you for coming through, man. No problem. We out here in Austin. I'm in your city for real. Yes. Yeah, out here South by Southwest. Um, how how has South by been for you so far? I love South by. This yeah. is Christmas. For Christmas. Me. <laughs> I'm like a fake local. I've been here three and a half years, so the real locals they hate it. They leave town. Yeah. But I absolutely love South yeah. by. I encourage everyone to come at least once. At least like, once. Yeah. This is my second year, and I am having a blast again. Um, that I had to encourage my homies. I was like, yo, like we need to be out here, dog. Like this Definitely. is the place to be for sure, for sure. Um, before we get too too into it. Real quick, give people a rundown of like who you are, how you got to where you are today. Like, let's get the Alexis Davis story. (laughs) All right. So I am a social media manager. Um, I'm based here in Austin. I'm from North Carolina originally. Um, By way of D.C., I guess you'll say. I got here in Austin. And I have just really been interested in social media from like the get go. Yo, we're gonna we're gonna riff, dog. Yeah, we're gonna riff so on that. I've been interested in social media for a while. Yeah. I've had so many different internships and jobs and side hustles and different things. Um, I have a nine to five. I have a five to nine. I have <laughs> something in between there. I have yeah. all these different projects that I'm always working on at yeah. once. And I also just love teaching people about social media. I teach classes on regular. Mm-hmm. I actually have a presentation I'm doing next week with some pharmacy students on a virtual presentation. So really excited about that. But always a million things going on, but yeah. always, always cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so you say you have a love for social media. Um, social media is relatively new, you know what I'm saying, as far as like the internet goes you know what i'm saying i mean i feel like the internet is like still like new you know what i mean like i, we, I mean we grew up like it, like it wasn't around before we were right. you know what i'm saying when we were kids it like it was something that was like just happening you know what i'm saying yeah. and then like now it's becoming like or it's become mainstream so how do you feel like you've like gained a love for social media are you just like the type of person that likes to be on it or like like how where'd that come from definitely so my coworkers pick on me all the time because they they think that you know I grew up with social media. I'm like, no, I remember having girl books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Social media work. when we were kids was like AIM. Right. I remember all that. I remember having the CDs, that, you know, to get on AOL and the dial up, and yeah. you know, my mom having to come kick me off and she had to make a phone make a phone call, call and shit. Hell yeah. So I really got interested in I guess like technology back in MySpace days. Yeah. So MySpace and Zanga, like whenever we had to like redo our um, like our layout and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I actually get mad because I was like, I was like low key coding. Yeah, was, yeah, no, that's I real. That's my real. Profile. So you had like week. the elaborate motherfucking yes, pages and shit. I, like I could never figure that shit out, dog. My shit was, was so key, bland. Yeah, <laughs> mine was low key OD, and I had a music player. I would change my music player or add new music every day, and I remember playlisting. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I had a new um, I had a new layout like once a week. Yeah. It was I was on all that. So I really got into social media with MySpace, blogging with Zanga. And then I remember when Facebook became like the thing, I remember I was on Facebook back when we had to get an invite. Yeah. And so that was back in high school days. So that would have been like 05, 06 is when I really got on Facebook and I fell in love with it. But I think social media, I really, I got, I fell in love with social media whenever I got to college. Cause that's okay. when Twitter became big. Yeah. So I remember my freshman year in college, Facebook was the thing, but then there was this new app. It was Twitter. I was like, what is you know, what is Twitter? So we all got accounts. And I just thought it was so amazing how literally you could send a tweet and it could go, I guess, in those days, like viral across yeah. campus. Yeah. And I remember being on break and everyone was on Twitter like, talking about a certain subject. And that's back when the timeline was chronological. So yeah, it was that's easier real. to follow conversations. Yeah. But I was managing social media accounts for all these different organizations on campus. So literally, I would walk to class and I'm tweeting for the Black Student Movement or for Student Television. And you went to uh, North UBC, Carolina? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Chapel Hill. So I was just like tweeting all the time. You were handling all their accounts? Yeah, it was kind of like a joke on campus people would ask me like hey do you run this account yeah. tweet like is this alexis my <laughs> and sometimes it really would be it would be so that i would send a message i'm like oh my gosh this is me yeah. it was so funny yeah. and um i just always loved social media from there and i was a public relations major too so journalism communications like all of that it just really kind of fit into what i was doing you know in the classroom and then mm-hmm. outside of the classroom is that something that you kind of saw yourself doing like like what did you study in north carolina so i was a PR major, public relations, okay. but whenever I came into UNC, I actually wanted to study biostatistics because okay. I wanted to be an epidemiologist. Yeah. And I know Wait, what is that? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I yeah, wanted I even say that word. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go into medicine pretty much my whole life. So my older brother is autistic, and I always thought it was interesting about studying the spread of diseases and like you know just. You know, just general medicine, but I also had an interest in journalism too. Okay. So my dream was to be like Sanjay Gupta on CNN yeah, and yeah, kind of yeah. talk about medicine, but I also have like the journalism background. Yeah. And when I got to Carolina and I took calculus, I said, you know what? This is not going <laughs> Maybe to work. Maybe I should reconsider. I was like, this, this isn't going to work. So um, then I went to journalism school and majored in public relations. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I was going to say, like, the, I feel like the journalism, because I can, I mean, I follow you on social medias, and I feel like that kind of ties into your, like, how you use your accounts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're very well spoken and well, well written. You know what I'm saying? And I, <laughs> the, the, the journalism kind of play into that? Or did you have that already? I think I, it was, it's kind of a mix. So I think I'm just a general, like generally outgoing person. Mm -hmm. And then like writing is something I've always enjoyed doing. I mean, like I said, I was blogging back Mm -hmm. in middle school, high school in Zanga. And I'm pretty sure, I don't remember my score, but I'm pretty sure like my writing section in the SAT was like my highest, for example. I know math is definitely my lowest. (laughs) (laughs) But I've always been interested in writing and I feel like you could give me a topic and I could write a blog like really quickly. Yeah. I could get a post done. Um, here in town, like I'll go to events and I'll write about them and I'll have it done before the event is over. Yeah. Have someone check it over and then the morning it's live. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just really quick. He's really that. skilled with the right with the right. writing. I should start that's rapping, lit. I'm quick with the thing. <laughs> that's lit, that's lit, that's lit. Um tell us a little bit about like young Alexis. Like what was like growing up in North Carolina like for you? Oh gosh. So, <laughs> Um, like I said, I'm born and raised in North Carolina. I honestly always wanted to leave. Yeah? <laughs> like, my whole life. It's crazy, because so, I, I, you're always repping your set. Like, yeah, I love, I mean, 
I love it now. I feel like I didn't really appreciate North Carolina yeah, growing up. Yeah. So my dad is from New York, and so my parents are divorced. So growing up, my dad would always take me to New York to visit, like mm-hmm. on the weekends or whenever I had school break. And I was just in love with like the hustle and bustle of the city. And yeah. I feel like North Carolina was always so slow. Yeah. And so once I was in high school, I knew I wanted to go to school out of state. So I was looking. Wait, at, did you like? Do you like the fast paced city I type do. thing? Okay, I okay. do, but I feel like. I liked New York as a child, but then I feel like as I got older, like New York, I think is a lot to me. The, um, like okay. I can go visit, but yeah. I think it's, I don't know if I could live there. Okay. Like DC was enough for me. Yeah. And so I knew I wanted to go to school out of state and I was looking at, you know, different schools and then I want a scholarship so then I can only go to an in-state school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, but then it was like, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm in North Carolina, so yeah. I'm going to go to UNC. Yeah. And so I said, okay, as soon as I graduate, I am yeah. out. <laughs> I just want a different experience. Yeah, that's real. Like that's real. I know a lot of people, um, my age, adults, or people just who haven't really explored. And I grew up, I didn't really travel that much growing up, but I got a passport in college, like late in my college years. And so I feel like now I'm at this point where I really want to explore and you know just see what's out there because I know the world is so much bigger than North Carolina. That's real. And so I knew I I was going to leave like as soon as I graduated because I'm from Raleigh. And Mm -hmm. so Chapel Hill is like 30 minutes, like 45 minutes of traffic. So literally I feel like I grew up in this like bubble my whole life. I said, okay, I want to go and explore and see what's out there. Yeah. And so when I moved to D.C. and I met you out there, I absolutely loved it. And then, I, I mean, I thought I was going to be in D.C. Like, forever. Life, right? I was like, this is where I want to be. Yeah. I wasn't even in D.C. a year and a half. And yeah, yeah. My job that I had moved me here. And, you know, I've been here almost four years. And yeah. I love it. Um, what, what job is that? So I moved to D.C. looking for jobs. I had an internship at um, a content marketing agency. And I was just doing, like, random odd jobs here mm-hmm. and there. And then I found this startup in town. It was called Rise Scout at the time. Rise they Scout. actually had a demo in my apartment building. Mm-hmm. And is that how you found it? Like yes. you stumbled so up on the on One the, on day the demo? I came home and there was a flyer in the elevator. And it was like, tomorrow Rise Scout's gonna come demo their app, free snacks, free drinks, it's gonna be a keg. And I'm 22 years old and I'm <laughs> broke. I'm broke. I'm like, oh, it's, no, no, it's not saying. I said, this is oh this is dinner I'm going and so I went downstairs the next day and um, like one of the vice presidents was there and he was showing me the app and I was like this is really cool because yeah. it was a transportation aggregator I didn't have a car in DC um, kind of like a Uber type thing or? yeah so basically it put all the different modes of transportation in one app mm-hmm. and you can compare um, by time and price so okay. if I was at my apartment and I had to go to DuPont Circle I could put it in and then it would show me alright if you walk this is how long it's going to take you okay, if you ride okay. your bike this is how long you, it'll take you and then yeah. you'll burn this many calories yeah, yeah, yeah. car to go Uber um, the metro it was everything yeah, yeah. and I was like this is amazing yeah, I was like yeah. why you know why are more people using this and this is before Google Maps had all the information all that, that information yeah, yeah. and I don't even think Lyft was a thing at that point yeah. I don't even think Lyft like existed yeah. so so I reached out to them via Twitter and I was like, hey, like, you know, this is amazing. What do you have going on? And they got back to me and they were like, we're looking for brand ambassadors. So we need to talk to them about that. And then instead I said, hey, instead of being a brand ambassador, 
do you need help with social media? You need a mm-hmm. social media intern? And then they were like, yeah. So I had a quick interview talking about social media and, you know, what my ideas were. Next thing you know, I was an intern. Um, that was for three months, and they hired me as a contractor. Mm-hmm. And then after three months of being a contractor, we were acquired by Daimler, who was the maker of Mercedes-Benz. Mm-hmm. And so then I remember my CEO called me. He was like, we're getting acquired. We're moving to Austin, Texas. Are you coming? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, because if I don't come, I'm not going to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> but no, in reality, the app was amazing, and yeah. my team was amazing. I learned so much from them. Yeah. And so I just couldn't pass up that opportunity. That sounds super lit, actually. Yeah. So um, w- when when you were like looking for jobs and stuff like that, were you hitting up other kind of like, is that how you were like applying for jobs through social media? Like just yeah. hitting up accounts and stuff like that? So or? I would tweet at people if I saw different positions, I would tweet at them and say, "There's is there any more information? Mm-hmm. Or I would tweet the companies. And some people would get back to me, some people wouldn't. I mean, of that's course, natural. Yeah. I would have some people DM me and say, send me an email here, mm-hmm. we can talk more. But it was, excuse me, but it was, um, I really I really did a lot on social media and then I would just find a lot of different organizations online. But one thing about me is whenever I did a Google search, I would always look at the company's social media to kind of get an idea for their company culture okay. and see if they really needed help. Yeah. There were some companies I would say, all right, they obviously have it. Yeah. Like, I don't need to, like, I don't say I need to apply, but I knew that it would be harder for me to get in because they already had mm-hmm. their stuff together. Mm-hmm. But there were some companies I'm like, whoa, like they need a little help. Let me yeah. see email. And um, it was also cool to look at their site and see like who they had on staff and if they had an internship program. But prime example with Ride Scout, Ride Scout had no information about jobs. They didn't. Um, they didn't say that they had an internship program. So I literally like pitched my own job, yeah. and then that's how I ended up here. That's super lit. So, yeah, that's I, super I, lit. I, I tell people all the time, like even if you don't see there's a job opportunity, like for all you know, they could have the job ready. You and gotta go, say like what you can do. Right. You could go on the site next yeah. week, for example. And so yeah. if you send them an email or send them a tweet or something, they're like, oh, we're actually hiring for that, and then. You never know. Like you could get that job, or you can kind of be like in the pool before anyone else even That's real. in the pool. That's so. real. Um, how do you like approach social media? Like, I want to know about um, like how you approach yours. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I obviously I follow you and I, I I see what you're doing, and I'm a social media guy too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really fuck with the whole thing, so I, I really like what you're doing. But just so my audience can know, like, how do you approach yours, and then how do you approach like businesses? Is it like different at all? Or, like, yeah. So I feel like number one, regardless of whatever type of account you have, you really need to be authentic. Mm -hmm. You want people to feel like they are speaking directly to you. And so my social media is, my personal accounts, they are me. Mm -hmm. I feel like you'll see... You know, you'll see me out and about, you know, at work and like professional things that I do and different events. But then you actually see me like out and about here on Sixth Street, yeah. here during South by Southwest, like having fun. And I'm not too reckless on social media. Like I don't curse on social media. I don't post like crazy things. Like you know, if my mom were to see, she'd be like, What's <laughs> "That's real." Um, and then there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your brand. Yeah. That's just not my brand. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I also really enjoy teaching people about social media. Because I would always have people who would reach out with questions about different apps and like, you know, the Instagram app just updated, how do I use this? Or, you know, what's, you know, what's the deal with Twitter now? Is Twitter so relevant? And people would always ask me these questions. And so I knew, I was like, all right, if people are asking me these questions, people see me as a resource. 
So I should start sharing more yeah. resourceful content. That's real. So once Instagram stories became a thing, I totally like left Snapchat. I was like, yeah. Okay. Snapchat, not Snapchat not, no more. I mean, my, no. I mean, I still have an account yeah, and I check it just to see like yeah. what's different. Yeah. But Snapchat, it just was. I feel like Snapchat kind of it was good for how it was like was secretive, mm-hmm. but then it kind of like backfired on itself a little bit because how, it was so feel? hard to find people uh-huh. where to like really figure out what's going on on Instagram. Like everything's kind of like right there. Yeah. So once Instagram Stories became a thing, I left Snapchat and I started posting like social media tips and like other things on the app. And people would message me to like, I really love this. Like keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Or people would ask me to elaborate on like a certain tip that things. I had. And I was like, wow, this is, you know, this is great. People actually like this because sometimes you never really know if people like educational stuff like that on Snapchat from certain people, because some people are just on Instagram because they like to look at pretty girls. They like to just see people out and about, like stunning on the gram and stuff. But I feel like as you've gotten older, you see more people who really enjoy learning about different topics. And, And I feel like the Instagram landscape has kind of shifted like it's 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 becoming like Facebook where it's like this is where you go for everything you know what I'm right. saying whether that's like you, you know what I'm saying whether you're following like Bleacher Report for like your sports news mm-hmm. or like Blevity for like you know what I'm saying whatever yeah, the case like it's like everything is there now you know what I'm saying so I feel like people are more open to just like like they're not just going there looking for chicks and like you know what I'm right. saying like they're there like looking for like infor- like whatever you have to offer like you know what right. I'm saying so like if they're scrolling up and they see like some like DIY tips real quick, right. you know what I'm saying? They're gonna like look at that. And shit, that you know explore page is a rabbit hole. Yeah. Literally you'll click on my <laughs> and then I get lost like, on that joint. Yeah, I can't okay. I have to I have to tell myself to like no more than like three or four picks. Right. Like, like, <laughs> Alright. But then when it comes to brands, mm-hmm. so I have my own company called the Content Plug and I have clients that I work with on the side. I manage social media for some of them. I just consult for others. I teach classes. Like I do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So I'm always teaching brands that your social media needs to not be like totally totally personable like i've seen some people on their business account like post selfies and stuff i'm like that should go on your personal unless Mm -hmm. that really deals with your brand Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people kind of have a problem with like you know dividing the two or separating the two and so you know i really kind of tell them like what do you think your clients or your customers like what do they want to see and i always start off by asking people like what are your business goals and so once I get, you know, a list of like what they want to do, of course, a lot of them is like, of course, I want to make money. It's like, cool. But are you trying to drive people to your website? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to collect email addresses? Like, what do you really want? So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I make sure that their social media is focused. So right now I have a client and he has football camps across the country. And so like the goal for him, obviously, is to get people to register. Yeah. So I'm always constantly sending people to his website. Like most of the content is like, visit our website to register. This city is coming up with this date. We have a promo code. It's like anything that we can do to like get them to the website because that's where they have to register. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff is cool, but um, I'm not like a huge fan of a lot of fluff. It's just like yeah. kind of like get to the point what get people point. want. That's real. But at the same time, you can't sell to people all the time. All the time. You don't want to be sold to. They yeah. Wanna, like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I, I actually feel that 100%. I feel like um, you, it's got to be authentic. Right. You got to be yourself. But it's like if people want what you're doing, right. what you're, what, what you're selling, then it'll, you know what I'm saying? They'll like mm-hmm. kind of, well, it's a weird thing. Like, it's I feel like, weird, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you just, if you're being yourself and stuff like that, and then being like every once in a while, like, hey, like, mm-hmm. you want more of this? Go here. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think that's kind of the flow of it. And two points on that. So yesterday I was in a panel and 
one of the women and she said that people don't want to be marketed to but they want to buy a product yeah and when you think about it it's like you know we want to buy something because it feels natural to us and not because we're being forced yeah, to that's real and another uh, i guess my second point on that is i don't really read many social media books because like by the time they go to print they're already out of date yeah, I mean, think, about how so many, think about how many books out here say that you know we have like a you know a small number of twitter characters like no like, yeah that's double now. yeah it's not. and so what my first social media book that i ever read was gary vanchuk's jab 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 right yo now. are you into gary v i love gary yo yeah. that is my dog yeah, i was yeah, literally watching we was literally watching videos on uh, that's my dog that's my yeah. dog he's been my dog for like yeah, a couple yeah. years now and he was here that. during south by over damn the did you see him no i didn't see him but yeah. I saw he was on social. Yeah. But um, you know, his book basically talks about how you know every so often you do have to give people that information, like give them like tidbits, give them tools, and then you have to hook them into buying something. So that's what it's like. Every single post that you make isn't buy this t-shirt, buy this car, buy this, like give people information that they can use and then you know hook them in because yeah. they're already interested in you and your brain. What's crazy is like, and I mean Gary Vee does this to a T, but I think like what really what I really like about him is that like I really learn from him. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's in a way where like, I don't like, if, if I can just make a comparison, like you compare him to like somebody like Ty Lopez. Where Do you know who Ty Lopez is? I don't think so. So Ty Lopez is like, he's like, uh, he's like a, a fake Gary Vee to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause like he'll, he'll like, like his, his, like he'll make videos on like, yo, like, I did I did this that and the mm -hmm. third and like this is if you want to learn how to do this like go mm -hmm. buy this you know what I'm saying yeah. whereas Gary Vee is just like this is how you do this you know yeah. what I'm saying you so have like, to give people the yeah, like, I, I really feel like I learned from Gary Vee like he's right. really like my teacher you know what yeah. I'm saying like I don't even yeah. know the nigga yeah. and he's like my I feel like he's my mentor you right. know what I mean like I really can learn from him and yeah he, that's his approach you know what I'm saying he will teach you like everything that he can and he's mm -hmm. not selling to you right. you know what I mean right. until he like drops a book or something right. you know what I'm and then I feel like there are so many people out there on the internet because I get Instagram ads all the time and they're trying to sell like their e-course. They're like, you know, watch my e-course to get a hundred thousand followers on For Instagram. Sure. It's like a lot of that stuff is fake. Like I'm telling y'all, do not. Yeah, no. I feel like people are trying to get money. It's, I feel like it's one-off things. Like yeah, yeah, that person did it because like they like they did right. it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I don't think it's something that you can really teach. You right. can't teach how to get followers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like unless you're like hashtagging or something. Or unless like you're that. buying followers. So yeah. That people do. I cannot stand when I get a follow request and someone has like thirty three thousand followers. Okay, who is this person? Fifty and likes. I go, yeah. <laughs> they have like the same number of likes I'm getting. I'm just like, all right, this is yeah. obviously this is obviously, obviously and then their video views are high. But I'm like, mm, it's probably ran with the ad or something. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, if that's what you want to do. That's you know what you want to do. But I feel like it definitely comes off as like someone who's not authentic. Yeah. So I, you know, okay, so that actually brings me to a good question. Um, what What do you feel about the Instagram and Facebook ad products? Do you um, use that at all, mm -hmm. like whether for yourself or for your businesses? Yeah, so I really, I really like how they have the ads like set up. Mm -hmm. um, I do get frustrated that you have to go through Facebook to do Instagram, <laughs> Instagram ads, ads yeah. but obviously Instagram is on my Facebook, yeah. so that makes sense. Um, I also really like Twitter ads too, but I feel like Facebook just has more of the information. Like you're going to get more out of Facebook ads. 
they are Twitter ads. Mm-hmm. I mean, but on all the platforms, when you really go in and look at all the information they have on us, it is so scary. It is. I mean, from you know everything from like, of course, like where you live and like what you like, but just like anything that you even looked at on these platforms. Like if you watch like a video, you work, like, right, you watch a video on shit. Facebook for too long, you're like, all right, so you know she likes this. How do we yeah. keep pushing this? To yeah, her? yeah, and it's just like. The, the amount of data that's out there on us, like even from our credit cards, I mean, I can see, like, you know, if, if a credit card company sees that we're just buying Pepsi, 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 they'll let Coke know, and Coke is like, oh, I need to start, you know, showing this person ads yeah, because I'm yeah, buying Coke. And yeah. it's just like, it's just wild, like, yeah. how much data is really out there on us. So a lot of people are afraid. They're like, I'm not on social media because I don't want all my information out there. I'm like, your information is out there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you're, <laughs> like, in Toys R Us buying shit, like, right. they, you know what I'm saying? They, they got that credit card reader there. and all that shit. It's out there. So it's just really no hiding from it in yeah. this day and age, especially if you're in big cities and they're scanning faces and doing retina scans. Like, your data, your information, like, it's all out there. So how do you how do you feel about that? Like, is that something that bothers you, or do you, are you just kind of going with the flow? Like, as a consumer, yeah. a lot of it does bother me. Yeah. But as a marketer, I love it obviously yeah. because I need that information. But there are some times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I have such a love hate relationship with all of this because yeah. part of me, like I said, as a consumer, I'm like, oh, I really don't want people to know all of this. But then I'm like, they already have it. But to me, it's like. To me, it's like um, okay if, if like big brands have this information. Like I'm, I'm one person out of like billions right. of people. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't really about- care. Yeah, they're not worried about Mech. Like right. you know what I'm saying? They're not worried about Alexis. Right. Like I'm like I'm like like. I don't like it's like yeah I, I would rather you not know that but at the same right. time it's like yeah, young like you're not like you know what I'm saying you're not using that information to be like oh like. He's got someone at his house this time. Like, let's go. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it's not like, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm not on like cheaters or anything. Yeah, like, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, you're like, like, a, like a small like, person in like I'm a speck of like yeah. dust on like a big ass like thing. So like to me, that's how, that's kind of how I feel about it. But like, it does bother people. You know what right. I'm saying? But, but I, I feel the same way you do though. Like as a marketer, it's, it's, it's cool to know this information because mm-hmm. it's helpful in like trying to just maximize. But also I feel like as a consumer too, like it's helpful to know. Cause like, honestly, what's really crazy is, um, I remember it. So the, the last time I, I noticed this was happening to me mm-hmm. was, uh, a, 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 like a year ago or so I was trying to buy a new mattress. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm and I've been fucking with the, um, <laughs> I was like trying to figure out whether I want to fuck with like purple or like bare mattresses mm-hmm. or whatever the case. And, and when I was doing that research, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would see, like, purple commercials, like, on mm-hmm. YouTube. When Every time I go on YouTube. Now, every time I go on YouTube, there's a purple ad. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because you said matches, so I guarantee you, like, after we're done, we're going to look on Instagram. I bet just you because we'll we said it? We'll have an ad for Casper in our just, just because we oh, said yeah. it? I mean, that's, that's happened crazy. to me so many times. Like, whenever I'm out and about, I remember a good instance. I was in Miami with my friends on my birthday a couple years ago, and my best friend said, you know, I really want some rose gold beats yeah like you know that beats yeah, yeah, the beats and i was like oh, okay like i don't know what we were talking about like how that went i got on instagram and literally the ad in my instagram was for not even just like beats but for the rose, rose gold. gold ones how does i don't know how how does that happen they how are, do you think they're of, listening. how do you think or talk of something and then that shit is on your they're shit? listening they claim that they are Who's not that? like where instagram face, they are all listening like so where like they, where they're are they listening to our microphones on your so oh wait so your did your friend say it on your cell phone or like she like, said it she to was you? just like near me but so they're they're picking up on all so of like that. your microphones just be live is that what you're saying yeah I mean so you can go into the settings you can turn it off but mm-hmm. then if you if you turn off your mic then 
you can't use Instagram stories like when you're talking. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. Need no sound. So you oh, so that joint is always live. It's pretty much always on. Damn. So and they claim they're like, no, you know, we don't miss him. <laughs> that's but funny. that's not true because there's a picture and y'all can go Google it. There's a picture yeah. of Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook's office and he's like smiling and his laptop's like right here mm-hmm. and his camera is covered and his mic is covered. So I'm like, if the founder of Facebook is worried about people he spying knows. on him, yeah. then you know, which is probably his own people, then it's yeah. like it's happening. Like yeah. they are spying. That's right. And I mean, that's one of the things where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it's one of the things with social media where I don't like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, that's that's definitely. But I mean, but if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just trying to play like devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it, they're doing the things that like you want essentially right. you know what i'm saying like they're trying to help you find the things that you yeah. said you want you know what i'm saying which is kind of like what a lot of people's problems are it's like they'd be like i want this but they don't know how to go and get right. it or whatever the case may be right you know i bet you i don't think there was like a promo code in that ad that i saw but let's say there was a promo code that was like get 20 percent off yeah. and expired then you're like oh wow like, i want this yeah. and now you, know, you kind of feel like you have to buy it because yeah. you, know, you have the code and that's that's kind of how, um, that, I mean, that's kind of how like all these ads will really get you. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is good with that too, by like bringing people back in and Facebook's the same way. Like all these notifications that we get. And I've read that the notifications that we get are delayed. So then they kind of like send them to you so that you keep opening the app over mm-hmm, and over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I open the Instagram app on a regular basis. <laughs> on, 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 on a regular day, how many times do you do? I honestly, I mean, I would probably say over 30. But I also manage a lot of different accounts. Yeah, like I actually, that. I have two phones because yeah. you can only have five Instagram accounts per phone. <laughs> so you at least had only 10. Only five. <laughs> and so you can log out of the accounts yeah, yeah. and like switch them. But if you log out, then you, uh, all your drafts are deleted yeah and that happened to me one time with a client i was like oh my gosh so then you have you already have all this stuff set up and then it's gone so yeah. literally i have like one phone with like client stuff on like my personal stuff and then my other phone was like client stuff yeah. like, are you working on the third phone like i don't need one i definitely don't but um yeah it's it's wild that's lit that's lit um i kind of want to get into the like I want to get into some more personable stuff, you know what I mean? So, um, as far as, like, your own, like, you as a person, like, are you, like, actively trying to, like, develop yourself? And, like, in what ways, if you are? Definitely. So, I want to always be, like, you know, the best person I can be. Yeah. Just, like, you know, in life and business. And I'm lucky to be at a company that allows me to do that. Uh-huh. So, you know, my nine to five, I work for Court Furniture. We have about 85 stores across the country and I'm a social media manager for the entire business. And I love how my company really encourages me to, you know, go out and learn if I want to take a certification course for South or you know, if I want to come out here to South by Southwest or do anything, mm-hmm. they're always encouraging me to do that. That's what's up. And I think that there's never there's nothing wrong with like ever trying to improve yourself. Like especially if you think that, you know, I'm you know, I'm top notch at what I do. It's like there's always someone out there who's bigger and better than yeah. you. And there's you know, there's nothing <clears throat> There's always something to learn. Yeah. So a lot of people will say like, oh, let's use social media expert. And I always kind of like say like, oh, I'm not an expert because social media changes every, changes every day. day. So literally I can learn you know, everything up to this one point and the next day Instagram comes out with an update. I'm no longer the expert because yeah. I now I need to like learn you what's learn, new. Learn and like I said, stuff changes every day. Like just this week, um, Instagram and Snapchat, I believe they snatched the Giphy um, like plug in inside of the app because mm-hmm. there was like a racist gif mm-hmm. and so like you have to stay on top of news like that because people will often ask me like 
you know, what's going on here? This has changed. Like, you have to know what's going on. I mean, literally in an hour, like Instagram could be totally different than what it was. They could do a whole revamp. Yeah, that's real. And so I just feel like it's important to always keep up with, you know, what's going on and always better yourself. I know, for example, I'm not the best person when it comes to graphics. So like I have a client, I do little graphics for him here and there, but I'm not I'm not about to do graphics like you would see on Baller or yeah, like yeah, or not yeah. Baller, excuse me. Um like Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. Yeah. I don't know. Bleacher Report is what I make it you yeah. said it earlier. Like their graphics are amazing. They're, 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 all I the love sports Bleacher accounts. Report, yeah. All the sports yeah. accounts. Bleacher Report is so good with how they do their Right. Their I can't do anything like that. Yeah. And I tell people, so you know, if I will either have to show them what I have and they're okay with it or I may have like outsource and get someone to help me mm-hmm. and so like I want to get to a point where I can do as much as possible and of course one day I want to bring on a team like that's what I really want to do like in the long run yeah. but you know just you have to keep just keep learning there's always something to learn like look up classes you know in your city um, online I mean there's I mean there's resources literally everywhere. Resources everywhere. there's no excuse to like yeah. not know how to do that's real something. so um, with like <clears throat> with you learning like do you have some go-to places or people that you go to like you know what i'm saying like uh, you mentioned gary v mm-hmm. is there anybody else that you kind of like check in on and see like how they're doing things to kind of like motivate you or inspire you so i do keep up with gary v and then there are some influencers online that i always just check in and like see what they're doing and see like how like maybe their style has changed mm-hmm. online and mm-hmm. i definitely take notes on like what they're doing and then when it comes to like courses so here in austin we have um general assembly i know general assembly is in dc as well i've heard of that before. and also in new york <clears throat> and so um, I'll like check out and see like what classes they have, and I've taught classes there before. I've taught a few like social media like one on one classes. Wait, so what is General Assembly? General Assembly is is almost like like school like for like adults. It's kind of like that's I know that's not their tag, <laughs> but it's like basically you can go there, you can get classes. They have like semester long classes. They teach you how to code. They teach you about social media, digital media. I mean, they have just like so many different It's like things. school for like the new age type thing? Yeah. Uh, tech thing? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people will sign up for like their digital boot camps for a couple of weeks and they have like one off classes, like a social media class okay. that I taught. Um, I taught a couple classes with them. But there's so many other programs like that and there's a few online. So I think it's, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. I think it's Udemy, I think. It's Udemy. Udemy. Yes. Udemy or, yeah, Udemy. Yeah, I think U-D-E-M-Y. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly what They talking. have so many classes up there, and I have a few that I have started. I haven't taken them yet. But, I mean, there are so many different resources, and yeah. there's so many that are free, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, what if I don't want to take a free class? Or, like, sometimes people think, like, the free classes are maybe they're like not they're as not a real class. They're not, like, as good. But <laughs> yeah. there are definitely a lot of free resources. And yeah. then if you kind of want to step up, Maybe the free stuff is like really like, you know, the simple, like basics, but if you want to step up, then you'll definitely look into paying for classes. Yeah. But also just like make sure that people are like searching around, like don't jump and pay for yeah. the five hundred dollars class. You gotta do your research on right. the person that's teaching. Right. Just you know what's really crazy out. is that I was actually so um after I did undergrad, I so I, I, I studied biology in undergrad. I was trying to do medicine just like you were. <laughs> Completely did a career shift, you know what I'm right. saying? Had to go and then, yeah, quick. I just had you know I had to pivot, you know what I'm saying? But um when I was doing so like after that I went to grad school to learn business, right? Mm-hmm. And like just before I went to grad school, I was like I was big on like taking classes on YouTube and like Udemy and like um, right. there's a junk called Coursera, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it was it was free courses, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what like so the point I'm actually trying to get to is that 
I literally like stopped going to, I was in grad school. I dropped out of that because I was getting so much information for free online. You know what I mean? Right. And it was like valuable information. Mm-hmm. Like, like to the point that you said, like people kind of like think, okay, if you're getting free courses, it's not real. Like even when mm-hmm. I was telling my parents, I'm like, yo, like I'm learning how to do these, this, that, and the third right. like, on YouTube. And they would like laugh at me yeah, and they'd be like, right. like, well, when are you going to get a degree? Yeah. I'm like, and I'm just like, yeah, like. Fuck a degree, fuck a piece of paper. Like this is yeah. like really teaching me the things that I, you know what I'm saying, want right. to learn. It's like and real world experience. Yeah, like I, I don't I just want to kind of like emphasize like you can really learn information for free on mm-hmm. the internet. I mean, yeah, you do have to research like what's what's real and what's not, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you can't just like take any information from anybody because like right. some people are incredible, but like you if you do your research, you can really find like valuable information online for I mean, free. There's literally so much out there. Yeah. So you just gotta really have to poke around and really figure out, you know, who's who and who's relevant. But once again, it's like, if you are looking to like buy a course from someone, make sure that they've given you some free resources Mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just buy a course from someone who hasn't already been you know, giving out tips or giving out, you know, different information. You got to know that they you can You got to know that yeah. they're talking about. But like, yeah, I forgot all about YouTube. Yeah. YouTube has so much. I, I've learned so much shit That's another YouTube, place yeah. you can go down a rabbit hole real yeah, quick. That's like, real. YouTube is just that's like, real. boom, boom, boom. Especially um, like Gary Vee's videos. Like, because I know at one point he took his show off of YouTube and put it on, on Facebook. Facebook. And yeah. I think he went back to YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's... Literally, you could spend the entire day watching Ask Gary That's Vee real. and all his other different. That's actually what I do. Like he's yeah. he's probably the only person that I'm like like really follow. Like he's like my Kim Kardashian. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like straight up, straight up. Like, yeah, I, awesome. I follow like because he's like I, like I said, like, I learned so much from him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I run I run a family business, and I'm also like doing the nation thing. So like I like. I resonate with him. Like he started, he ran his dad's business. You right. know what I'm saying for a long time, and like I feel like I'm and that at that point in my right. life right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where I'm trying to like help grow my family business, mm-hmm. and he, I just resonate with him so much. It's right. crazy. You know what I mean? And there's so many things that he does on his social media that kind of like gives me ideas. Like, yeah. For example, his videos always have like the caption at the, the bottom. Captions. Because a lot of people, I and mean, I, I can't think of the stat right now, but a lot of videos on Instagram and just on the internet in general, they are watched with no sound. Yeah. Think about how many times you're in the You're movie, at work or something you're watching You're yeah. video. And so instead of having necessarily to listen to it, you can just read what they're saying. Yeah. And then he also has that bar. And he has that bar that, that goes with it. It shows how long it's going to be. Is yeah. 30 seconds or 60 seconds, but that's, that's, that's no, that's, that's real. Because these days, like, um, I believe I believe I know this sound. We believe it's eight seconds, and then people are like, you, you can get distracted. Yeah, in eight yeah. Seconds. So you have yeah. to hook people in. Three. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't get them, in the sometimes I'll be watching the bar. I just yeah. I'll be watching the if bar. If you don't get them, and you know, if you don't get people in those three seconds yeah. after eight, they're out. Yeah. Like, you know, people. There, I mean, there's so much information out there coming at you because they can be watching your video and they see they get a face notification. And they put it down and they do not come back because yeah. there's so much it's like information overload yeah. that's coming at us on social media so um, another question I have for you is um, so with you being in the social media space and in like this industry and stuff like that um, and I'm sure you know what I'm saying because this is kind of a, a space where you definitely got to like network and stuff like that mm-hmm. do you feel you find yourself like networking a lot definitely is there is there any like bad advice that you hear like going around in this industry like things that like people say that you should do that's just like nah you shouldn't do that <laughs> you know what I mean um I definitely feel like just in general everyone's always like fake it till you make it but on mm-hmm. social media that can just come off as like I said it's, it's not it's not authentic. Uh, people authentic. don't like that 
Um, there are a lot of like Instagram influencers and people who were staging really crazy things. I know, for example, there's like a trend going around of people renting private jets mm-hmm. to have photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Like front, they have a private jet or people like said buying followers. So yeah. you want to really come off as a person that people can trust yeah. on social. You don't want people to meet you in person and then you're like totally not that person. Not that yeah. person. And I feel like I'm the same person online and you know, you know, online, in person, whatever. People have hit me up for South by and they're like messaging me, hey, I don't know if we met, but I'm here. And I'm like, send me a text. Like, mm-hmm. Let's like hang out. Because mm-hmm. I know people like they don't know anyone, they don't know where to go. Yeah. I just feel like you have to be personal and you really have to come off as someone that people like you don't want to hang out with or like want to know. Yeah. And networking on social media is really important. I have people here even in Austin that I've never met and mm-hmm. we talk on social media all the time we see each other at events like hey are you going to this are you going to that and we haven't crossed paths yet I have a friend Maria who I'm actually thinking about for this example uh, and I call her a friend I've never even met her <laughs> but we are Facebook friends and we're um, Instagram friends yeah. and we're always talking about like, social media things but we just hadn't crossed paths yet but I feel like relationship building that way is so important yeah. so whenever I do finally get the chance to run into her you know, it's like, like, I've known her like, my yeah, whole life. That's real. And it's funny because I was in, um, I was at the Choose ATL house earlier this week and I saw her walk by outside and I sent her a message. I was like, come in. Like, I'm in here because we, we've been trying to like, Yeah, y'all been trying to like. And she, like I said, she lives here in Austin. Yeah. And she was like, the line was too long. I'm going to go somewhere else. But like, we, we're going to, we're going to meet up eventually. And but uh, I think it's really important to, you know, keep those relationships on social media too. That's real. And like, and that's actually funny that you say that because like, I feel like social media the internet in general gets a bad rap because right. of like the cyberbullying mm-hmm. thing and like all that but like i feel like real relationships can be built off of that right. you know what i'm saying people people don't want to talk about like you know what i'm saying right. like like people like if you take kids for example you know what i'm saying like people will be like oh kids are spending too much time on social media or whatever the case may be and like they're getting cyber bullied mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's happening of course you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. they're also getting bullied in school too right. but like people don't want to talk about the like relationships and the friendships that are being right. built off of like social mm-hmm. media you know what i'm saying yeah. and the cyber bullying and all that is definitely negative it's something that you know people need to pay attention to but there's so many other good things that yeah. i feel like people often like, don't focus on uh, I have a almost 16-year-old brother, and he's on Snapchat, on Instagram, he's on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. And my mom is, like, worried, like, you know, do you follow him? Like, do you see, like, what he's doing? I'm like, yeah, I see what he's doing. Like, everything's fine because I know that, especially high schoolers, like, these days, I mean, my twin cousins are in college. They have, like, 8,000 followers on Twitter. <laughs> like, I feel like, yo, high schoolers, like, wake I up think, and have 2,000 followers. Yeah, like, they, like, they all follow yeah. each other back. And so, uh, you know, there there are definitely a lot of, like, really good relationships yeah. that can be built even at that young age. And like we said, like, cyberbullying and all that happens, but I feel like they also, teenagers, they also have, like, a different, like, look at social media than we do. And yeah. definitely from what our parents do. Yeah, they especially. They use it so different. Because they, 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 like, literally grew up with it the same way. Right. It's like it's like it's like it's like electricity to me. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know what I'm saying? Like before electricity, people were like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I'm saying? But like now, it's like vital. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like you can't like not use. It. I mean, you know what I'm saying? These are literally the kids, the generation that grew up with with it. You know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. like it's literally it's like their native the tongue. It's, it's like their native tongue. Right. So it's like 
it's their it's their language. You know what I mean? Like they 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 have a whole nother feel for it than like even we do. Like right. and I and I even like use the example that like we we grew up with it in a sense of like yeah we had to learn it like at a young age where where our parents like had to learn it after they were already grown people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like it was like a different learning experience. But like you can't like discredit. You know what I'm saying? Like what it is just because like right. you don't know you you don't understand it. You know what I mean? And I feel like um with with kids growing up these days like it's i mean with anything yo like mm-hmm. like even money you know what i'm saying right. money is like things that ha- it's something that has like good traits about it and bad right. traits about it everything has a good and a bad you know what right. i mean you got to focus on what you want to focus social on social media like i said definitely has its pros and its cons there are so many trolls especially on twitter and some there's so much like wild stuff happening yeah. out there but at the end of the day it just it's really good for just keeping everyone up to date what's going on with news current events. I mean, if something were to happen, you know, out there in the world, like the first place I go to the social media, I go to Twitter. Like yeah. I'm not necessarily gonna go to like New York Times and like see what's happening like right then. It's like I'm going to Twitter because it's real time. Like, you know, I can yeah. see exactly what's happening and where I need to be, where I don't need to be, um, what hashtags I don't need to use. <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean by that? People people jump on hashtags whenever there's a tragedy yeah. or like a current event. Yeah. And the hashtag like, like a pray for Paris type thing. In the wrong way yeah. yeah like pray for Paris for example and then someone's posting a selfie and the hashtags pray for pray Paris that's <laughs> inappropriate you do like, not yeah. do that that's real that's real like cause a lot of brands have gotten in trouble for that and it's just poor taste yeah. so yeah, people, people abuse that. That's like yeah. actually one of my pet peeves on social media. Yeah, so I was even going to say, like, so what are some of, and, and that included, but what are some other, like, pet peeves you have about social media being in that That space? is honestly, like, one of my... The biggest ones. One of my number one. I also, like I said, I don't really enjoy, like, meeting people in person who are not who they are online, especially if they're really lively. But I feel like some people, they kind of, like, use social media as, like, like you gotta show your best self yeah you know? but i'm like well you know show your best i want to meet you in person like see yeah. how you are too. you still gotta be you and so i really i really want people to do that um and then, like a lot of like crazy editing and stuff like what people like look like and so it's like just show me like i keep saying like be authentic just show me like yeah. who you are um but and then also people who try to like jump into every conversation and everyone's not an expert at everything y'all like it's it's okay because i follow some people who literally have a comment about every single topic and it's like you don't know what you're talking about yeah you really don't say what bothers me me is when people like (laughs) it's so crazy dog like people will take anyone's opinion and then like battle it as if like yeah like ignore that person you know what I mean like yeah like that person doesn't know what they're talking like you know what I'm saying like I see these like riffs going back and forth on fucking like Facebook or whatever it is and then it's just like yo like people need to be stronger in like who they are right. to know like look I'm not going to engage in any kind of stupid conversation with this person right. you, know you both look like idiots you know what I'm saying like going back and yeah, forth yeah from a distance it's like who is right here like, you're both wrong <laughs> yeah actually that's real so yeah I, I really don't get into a lot of arguments on social um, especially on Facebook oh my gosh I don't even deal I won't even comment on like some stuff it's like I don't even want to seem like I'm in the middle of anything yeah. and I've even had people like tweet me crazy things on Twitter like maybe I'll say something about social media and they come at me crazy or something i don't even entertain it i'm yeah. like i don't even know you yeah i'm probably never going to meet you i don't even feel like going back and forth with you yeah i had a few troll tweets like come my way but like i said i ignore it because i just don't even want to like get yeah. into that that's but, you got to be strong yeah you have yeah. to be strong on social media and i definitely know people who oftentimes they have to take a social media break and stuff like that and i just tell them it's just like 
you know, social media isn't necessarily for everyone. It's like, you know, do what you can. You know, you don't necessarily have to feel like you have to post every single day yeah. or you have to be out there. I feel like a lot of people have that pressure where mm -hmm, they're like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not doing enough on social media. But I'm like, if you're doing enough for you, you don't necessarily have to be on social media. Yeah. And like, or if you, if you want to be on it, you don't have to like post on like post yeah. every single day. Because a lot of people get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I always try to tell people, you know, just do what you can. You know, do what you want to do, do what you can, but just don't let something as simple as social media like stress you out. Yeah. Because it stresses a lot of people out. That's some good advice. And I was even going to say, so like, I asked you about like bad advice that goes around in the industry. What is like some good advice that you would give other than what you just said? Because that was actually some good advice. <laughs> but um, what what else would you say um, people should do when they're applying uh, or trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, make social media part of their brand or something so for people who can handle it and really want to i guess you know for lack of a better term like blow up on social media or mm -hmm. almost like become an influencer whatever you yeah. want to do have a good presence make sure that you have a steady routine and one that you feel like you can like keep up with that's not going to drive you crazy so i always tell people who are starting out i'm like just try to post like three times a week yeah maybe monday wednesday friday Find the times that work best for you. Some people are posting time on Instagram first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Some people it's like late at night. Like I have some friends, they only post on Saturday nights. Cause like that's when they get the most engagement. Yeah. You know, like they post their like going out photos. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> Hell stuff yeah. Like that. Hell yeah. Um, I have a content calendar for everything that I do. So like my Twitter, my blogs. Like I know, for example, like South by ends this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I know, for example, Tuesday is usually the day that I post my blogs. I'm going to write like a South by wrap up blog and I'm going to talk about, you know, what I learned, what happened. And so now I'm trying to figure out, okay, what photo do I want to go along with that blog like, on my social media channels? So you have to really think ahead and make sure that you're playing things out. So things don't like slip up on you yeah. or you're writing this blog and you don't have any content to go along with it. So like I said, using a content calendar and it can be something as simple as using like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. I use Google Sheets so I can access it everywhere. But I have like, you know, a column for like my Twitter my Facebook my blog and like what I want to put in there every Sunday for my social tips Sunday on my Instagram I have like I have like tips already for like months like yeah. in there so I already know like when Sunday comes I just have to make the video and post it and so like staying ahead of the game will keep you from being overwhelmed and literally if you just spend an hour like every Sunday evening like before the week it started to double check your content and then plan maybe for like the next two weeks and then you're ahead of the game so you know exactly what you want to post so, so with the with like your actual creation of the mm -hmm. content, like how long does that take you? And like when do you work on it? Is that something that you're always working on? Yeah. Like, yeah. like on a daily basis, like let's say I have a blog that I want to post next week. Mm -hmm. South by a different story because that I'm not writing the blog. I'm not writing the blog this week. <laughs> but let's say I had a blog that I wanted to post next week. Yeah. I would be writing it now. And then you know, I, of course it would go through like multiple revisions. And I feel like I'm a quick writer, like I can get like the draft done really quickly. So then I'm like, all right, let me go in here, like fine tune it, let me add the photos in here. And then of course, other things you wanna do, like make sure that your title is, you know, your title has like, you know, the right like keywords and things like that. You have to do all that, like yeah. SEO stuff too. Yeah. And so I feel like I'll spend like a week working on like a really good blog so that everything is set and that it looks good like on Twitter and you know, I shorten my links whenever I'm sharing it out. There's a lot of different things that I do. I don't think everyone does this. I'm yeah. just like really particular. Yeah. But um, I do that. And then I'm always I'm always creating content like for photos and videos. And I'll take pictures. Like there are pictures that I may take here at South By that I won't use for a while. Like mm -hmm. I know what I want to use it for. Yeah. And I'm not just going to post it 
here like in the moment like just because it's just happening. because because i'm like i can use this photo for a blog i know i have blog ideas coming yeah, up and yeah. this will work perfect for that yeah. it's the same way with me like whenever i go on vacation mm-hmm. um i remember i did a blog recently about how to up your instagram engagement when you're on vacation so when i went on vacay i was taking all these pictures and then i was like all right i need to save one of these pictures for when i get back so when I post my recap blog, I have a photo. Yeah. Because you can post and all of them. One. Yeah, you can post all of them. They're like, oh, now I don't I've have a photo. This. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I've seen this one more. Yeah. And yeah. so on my Instagram, too, my best photos are pictures of me. I actually don't post any photos that I'm not in. I know mm-hmm. some people are really into, like, you know, the aesthetic and stuff, yeah. and, which is cool. But yeah. I honestly think, like, my followers are like, well, where, where is she? They want to see me. Yeah. So, and I've noticed that if I ever post something where, like, a group shot, mm-hmm. it's just like, if I'm not, like, maybe, like, in the center, people will scroll past me. Yeah, so, yeah. you kind of have to figure out, like, what's your thumb stopper? I mean, That's there's real. so much information. So, I was like, what's going to make people stop and look yeah. at your content? That's real. And um, I'm glad that you brought up the vacay thing because I know you said earlier that you didn't really get out of North Carolina until you, you know what I'm right. saying, got older. Um, what are some places that you've been to? Have you been in any, like anywhere like, you know what I'm saying? So like, the best trip of my life so far was last summer. Mm-hmm. I went to Yacht Week in Croatia. Croatia. And yeah. a lot of people were like, where is Croatia? But basically it's like across the sea. No. <laughs> it almost sounds like, well, it's like, it's across the sea from Italy. Okay. So basically, they had like really good like pasta and stuff, but then yeah. it wasn't as expensive okay. as Italy. Um, but I remember when I told my dad, I was like, "Yeah, I actually told him the week before I left because I'm going to Croatia, my dad is like, in the military <laughs> and he is really like always worried about yeah, me. you know, I mean, just like parents, like, yeah. he's like extra always yeah. worried. So I told Wait, him in the military though, I'm sure he did a lot of traveling, huh? Yes, but okay. he's still like, "Where are you going?" Yeah. So I remember the week before I went on the trip, I said, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to Croatia this week." <laughs> And he was like, you know, that's where, I don't know. You try to bring up World, like, World War started there. Like, why are you going there? I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. It was literally so beautiful and yeah. so historic. And I mean, we were obviously there to like party. We were yeah. like on a, like a boat. We were hopping around from city to city. But that has hands down been my favorite trip yeah. so far. So, well, um, Where else have you been outside so, of Croatia and North Carolina? Um, I've been to Germany. I've been to, actually been to Stuttgart. I'm okay. sad to get to go to Berlin. So I've been to Paris. And I've been to Cancun. I haven't really been in that many places. Like Cancun. That's how what places are. I, mean, no, I have friends that have literally been to like every continent. Yeah, like, yeah. Except, I mean, my old boss at Rice Scout, she's she's even been to um, Antarctica. Like I yeah. think she's been to every continent. So it's like the passport I, stamped up. Yeah, like, I am definitely like nowhere. Yeah. I have been that many places, and that's something I really want to explore more. I don't think I have a big trip planned for this year. I think I'm going to take a break and maybe do something next year. Yeah. But I have friends who are travel bloggers. Like my friend Trini Ty, she is amazing. Like she has her own travel blog. She's always. She's always, she's everywhere. Like, yeah. literally, anytime I'm, like, looking up stuff, I'm like, let me ask her and, like, see what she's up to. Because she knows. Like, That's real. She knows all the travel tips, everything. Like, yeah. she's probably one of those people that will get, like, a really, like, good flight deal where everyone wants to pay, like, $1,000. She's like, my flight was $500. Like, <laughs> she knows That's everything. So. I don't know how people will be knowing that shit, dog. People will be like, yo, you got to check on Tuesdays. And I'd be in there yeah. on Tuesday. I'm like, yo, everything is the same yeah. price as Wednesday. And they, they say <laughs> that there's a certain time and a certain day and that... Um, you have to use a certain browser, certain like. I remember back in the day, I, I heard that if you search for flights on a MacBook, the prices were higher than if you were on a PC. That's crazy. But I don't know if that's true or not. That's crazy. I don't that's know, crazy. But that's what that's what people said. Yeah. They said 
they think that Mac users have more money or something. <laughs> I don't know. You know all the all that. Yeah, yeah, all that all that fucking uh, information there, and data so and shit I don't like think that. That's true though, but yeah. you know. Um, okay, so I also wanted to ask you about. Uh, so you said you teach some courses. Mm-hmm. Um, you're young. How old are you? Twenty six. Twenty six. Super young. Like where? Like how do you um, approach like speaking engagements? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that's like nerve wracking to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people literally, like, you know, what I'm saying they say they say like that's one of like people fear dying or fe- people fear speaking in front yeah. of crowds more than dying sometimes. You know what I'm saying? How do you approach the subject? Is that something that's even like nerve wracking to you or like? It used to be, but I feel like it's something that's like somewhat like gotten over. Yeah. I love just teaching classes and seeing people. You know, whenever I hit a topic, they're like, yeah, yeah. And so then I'm like, yes, all right, they're learning something. Yeah. And, um, there definitely is some. Um, I guess I, I get a little like overwhelmed or like nervous and whenever I am teaching class and then I see people are kind of like they're you know maybe they're not getting it or maybe it's something they already know so sometimes it is interesting because I need to really figure out like okay are these people beginners like you know if I'm teaching a class about LinkedIn do I have to show them how to actually like make a connection do I have to show them how to send a message or do they already know that mm-hmm. and they just want to know like how to get into groups? Kind of got to gauge the Yeah, audience. I kind of have to kind of gauge. But sometimes, like I've had situations where I felt as if people are like really beginners, and then I get there, they actually know more. So then I have to kind of like, all right, like maybe like go off with the presentation, like maybe leave the presentation behind, and then just kind of like show them like hands on, like you know what to do. Yeah. So it just depends. Um, that's only happened a handful of times. But I've been approached a couple of different times, or most of the times whenever I do teach a class, it's because someone has come to me and they're like, hey, I want you to do this. And I'm like, sure. So I'm at the point now where a lot of it is like word of mouth mm-hmm. and I'm getting hit up about teaching courses. And like I said, this one I'm about to do next week is a virtual course. So this is the first time I've actually done one of those outside of work. So usually my courses are in person and I really like doing those. How is, how is the virtual jump different? Like I mean, obviously it's like virtual, yeah. but like like how, like what is that? Are you are you talking in front of a camera? Yeah, so I'm talking like to a laptop, and it's like it's weird because I'm I'm really not going to be because you can't see the yeah you can't see your audience there, yeah. and like you know I I can't like read like their facial expressions or like see like, you know what's going on because I've had courses before where maybe I'll have like a smaller group of people and I can in the beginning go around and ask them what's their industry, what they're looking to get out of the course. And so then whenever I'm going through the presentation and I hit on something that maybe Beverly wanted to know, then I can say, and this is what you were, and then she's like, okay, you know, and then it kind of, you know, yeah, kind of links up. That's real. But, you know, whenever I'm doing a virtual course, I'm not really going to be able yeah, to see that. Yeah. So we'll see. I know it's going to be great. Yeah. I know it's going to be fine. But, you know, I kind of hype myself up, I guess, like to what you were saying, you're like, I kind of hype myself up before certain courses and then, you know, once I start it, I'm okay. But yeah. I do like it. I really yeah, do. Yeah. But and, it's like um, five minutes. It's like five minutes of nerves. So I'm like, all right, I got this. Like, I, it's it's funny that you say the nerves thing because I, I know, like, when I'm doing something that I really care about, like, I get nervous. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think people don't really understand how to, like, like, I don't think, I don't think people understand, like, how nerves work and, like, what nervous is. Right. Like, people think, like, if you're nervous, then you don't want to do it. But, like, how mm-hmm. do you, like, kind of, like, you said you do get nervous, but like, mm. what do you, how do you channel that? Like, what do you, what do you do when you feel that? Or like, and what does that feel to you? Like to you? Sometimes I will go through a presentation, like maybe like 
10 minutes before mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, you got this. And then I'm like looking through it. Then I'm like, all right, all right. Like, I, I think it's like a mix of like nerves and excitement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, do you feel like a, like a stomach ache or like, what do you feel? Like, it's just feel? like a weight kind of like these people are like depending on you to teach them <laughs> something. And you know, I definitely, I never want anyone to leave and they feel like they didn't learn anything. Yeah. So and I always give my email address out after I'm like, if you ever have any questions, like after this course, week from now, a month from now, like mm -hmm. send me an email. Mm -hmm. I'm also a really big walker. So I will be in the middle of like the work day and I'm like, all right, I need to take a break and I'll walk the parking deck. Okay. I do the same thing with all my courses. So like, I'll take a lap around like wherever I am. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm just like, it's okay. I'll put my phone away too. Mm -hmm. Cause the worst thing, you know, worst thing you can do is have someone text you something crazy, like mm -hmm. your phone blowing up and then you're thinking about it yeah. while you're teaching the course. That's true. So you definitely have to learn to disconnect and. Even as a social media manager, I know I said earlier that I open up Instagram like so many times a day. I do know how to disconnect. Like yeah. I, I know I like put my phone in my bag and just like not look at it. But a lot of people I know cannot do that. Yeah. So kind of like I said, have to find that balance. You know, I feel like people that do social media like or that take social media very seriously mm -hmm. as from a business standpoint know how to disconnect. And right. the people that like take it seriously from like a social standpoint don't you know right, what i mean right. like i feel like um because like i i'm like i build my shit also on mm -hmm. social media and i still like know like how to not use it and i'm not like right. i don't live and die by it but it's right. just, I, just, I just take it seriously right know? like i know how to use it i know how to post a photo post a video and i'm you know responding to the comments and all that and then I'm like, all right, like I know when it's time to like shut it off yeah. or turn the phone over because I have something else I have to focus on. Yeah. So, you know, there's definitely a balance there, but you know, how do you feel like, about um, how do you feel about like your post reactions? Like, do you care like how many likes you get? Or, like, on a certain, like you know, what I'm saying sometimes you have that like photo that's like, yeah, this is gonna be the jump that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is gonna be the jump that gets that goes viral. Like. Yeah. Care about like your reactions to things. Yeah, I used to, but I will admit I don't as much anymore. Like sometimes I feel like I will post a photo. I'm like, man, that one should have got a little bit more. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I also know people are busy with the algorithm and the way things happen. If you're posting and you're creating good content, then people are getting, going to naturally like it. Mm -hmm. People shouldn't beat themselves up about whether or not they got. 200 likes or 300 likes or something like that. So so many people are like, you know, they're trying to go viral, like yeah, you said. Yeah. And, you know, if you're really focusing on that, you're not using social media for the right reasons. Yeah. So, cause you really need to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, but then you're also like creating community, coming off as authentic, you know, you're, you're building your brand. And a lot of times likes, and to be honest, likes don't really matter, it's the comments. Yeah. You really want to get more comments yeah. on your posts and then if you're if i'm posting about a blog let's say you know if like I said, I'm, I'm posting about a new blog that i have coming out like the likes that's cool the comments that's cool but are you clicking on my blog yeah. like i want you to read what i did because you can like my photo and never Not read even my blog. see the thing and i want you to read my blog yeah so um like i was saying when i was talking about brands it's kind of like what what is your goal like what are you trying to get are you trying to click email addresses are you trying to get people to go to your website so kind of like focus on that and don't necessarily focus so much on like do you have any tips for trying to get like like that you use or like that you can give people for trying to get because it's like something that i noticed it's so hard to get mm -hmm. people to like 
click to another app. Like say your blog is on your website. Right, right. It's so hard to get them to actually go from mm-hmm. your post on Instagram to your website mm-hmm. or from your post on like Facebook to your YouTube video. Right. Like, do you have any like tips that could help? Definitely have that? your link in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to make sure that whenever people are at one of your social media platforms, they can easily find everything else. Mm-hmm. So one thing I always see people that they, they never do is like on their YouTube channel, you know, in the cover photo in the bottom right hand corner, you can put links there. You can mm-hmm. put like your website link and then like all your social media yeah, icons. Yeah, yeah. People never, never do that. And I'm like, you have to make sure that people can connect to all of your platforms from wherever you are. So on my website, you can find all my social media. On my YouTube channel, you can find all my other platforms. So everything connects. There's there's not like a place that you can go and you don't see like everything that's mm-hmm. there. And I feel like on Instagram, whenever you are posting like a new piece of content, like a photo or video on your grid, make sure that you also post on your Instagram story because people are more likely to go to your profile if you've just posted on the Instagram story. Like you want to stay in that top five little area. You don't want people to have to like keep scrolling and find you. So if you are like posting there and then you're saying like new blog is up, check me out, especially if you have more than 10,000 followers because you can link directly to your blog from yeah, your Instagram story. Yeah. And so I feel like that's everyone's goal should be to get 10K so you can yeah. just get so can more, get that, get that link yeah, and get that traffic. Right. And with but, YouTube too, like now you can't even monetize your channel unless you have like 10,000 subscribers. Right. I saw like that. that. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't even use the AdSense. Oh yeah, they are, they're changing, like I said, they're changing stuff every yeah. day so you have to be on top of it. Um, but I definitely feel like you have to make sure that you're putting, like I said, putting yourself everywhere, cross promotion on the different platforms. So whenever my blogs come out, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, our group chats, like I'm putting it everywhere because yeah. I want to make sure that it's getting you know the maximum amount of views and That's clicks real. and comments and all of that. That's real. You have like such a good like. Um speak like i said you're very well spoken <laughs> you know what i'm saying you got like a good presence have you ever thought of like being using another medium than just blogging like i feel like you should be on video or something. i've had a few <laughs> people, you should be on tv like <laughs> i've had a few people say you should look at having a podcast yeah, so it's like i feel like, like i already it's something that i think would be cool yeah i don't think i necessarily have the time for it just yeah, yet but maybe that's something that. i can do in the future right. but i feel like all the mediums like do it all but yeah. i've seen a lot of people who do like i've had people who, who asked me to do youtube videos like mm-hmm. you know explain like basically do a video based on my blog yeah and i watch other people's videos and they just come off so corny to me sometimes do you feel like you would you would do that or what i i feel like i would but i want i like just I said, don't want to do i that. want to be authentic <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wanted i know sometimes it's it's just like people are on YouTube and they're like, hey guys, yeah. like, be sure yeah. you subscribe yeah. and comment. Like, I don't think I'm, I don't think that's That's me. not you. And so I'm like, I need to try to figure out where I can have that enthusiasm and also I'm telling people to click and subscribe and do all that, yeah. but I'm not coming off as like And writing is just much. your best like motive. Yeah, right I love, now. I love yeah. writing. That's so. what it is. We'll that's see what, what happens next. Who knows? Yeah, I can say you that know. in a month, you know, I have videos. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Times are changing. Like, right. like you said, like times change, you got to adjust and things like that. Right. That's real. That's real. Um, I do want to ask you um, like a, a piece, uh, I guess, you know what I'm saying? What do you want to like leave people with as far as like, whether it's like um, advice, a suggestion? Um. Yeah, so basically if you have a business, you have a brand, 
make sure that you're on social media and that you're doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. But once again, don't let it overwhelm you. Mm -hmm. Ask for help. There are so many resources we were talking about. There's so many different resources online, free and paid. Make sure that you know you're doing social media the right way and that you're not doing it to, to waste time. Make sure that it's actually benefiting your business. And I'm definitely always available to help. Like I said, I consult. I also manage social media. Where can uh, people reach you? Just so, like, so you my company's that. name is The Content Plug. Okay. So my website is thecontentplug.co, not .com, .co, .com. because I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then my Instagram is yeah, it's Lex, and that's. Y e a h i t s l e x. Because okay. some people spell yeah without yeah, the h. Yeah. I have the h in my yeah. So. <laughs> Instagram.com slash yetslex and my Twitter is also yetslex. I'm tweeting about South by I'm doing all of that. Um, and my blog is also on the Content Plug yeah. website as well. So I have it all in one. So you don't have to go multiple places to find me. But yeah, I'm always here for help, questions. DM me, ask me questions, and you know we can have a conversation, have a little consulting session. I'm available. It's lit. It's lit. Uh, and we are out here at South by. Um, while we're out here in Austin, you know what I'm saying. Any suggestions that we should uh, hit up? Or I'm trying to like think. That? Well, if you're talking food before you mm. leave, you need to go to Torchy's Tacos. Torchy's Tacos. Torchy's Tacos. Like, Torchy's. like a torch. <laughs> Torchy's Tacos. Literally the yeah, best. Yeah, I feel like I've been eating tacos since I've right. been out here. Yeah, is right. Austin like famous for tacos? Yes, that's what we're nothing but tacos. That's since what I've we're all here. about. And then I'm I'm going to events and I'm looking for tacos. I'm like, <laughs> I live like here. You just I'm, say, that's what we are all about. You're in Austin, I. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what we're all about here. Tacos, tacos. So, Torchy's Tacos, you definitely yeah. have to go to. Get some good Texas brisket. Get yeah. some barbecue. barbecue definitely do not leave without getting barbecue. Yeah. You can go to Terry Black's. You can go to Franklin's. Even though the Franklin's line is like three hours. <laughs> you may want to go to Terry Black's. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely try to do that. Cilantro is also really good. Try to go to as many shows as possible. Yeah. Um, as many activations, there's so much cool stuff. Yeah. You go walk by, I mean, you know, Pandora House, Fader Fort, there's so much out here. It's so, nice, yeah. I mean, there's literally, you cannot have a bad experience at South by, regardless yeah. if you have a badge or a wristband or you don't have anything. Or nothing. <laughs> like, literally, you can literally come out here and have nothing, yeah. and you could walk up on a free show. Oh my or God. Say it could, again, please. Like, some of my friends don't understand. Like, they you don't, don't need understand. much to, like, have a good time. Right. Like, you really don't need anything. Yeah, a badge like, definitely helps because you get priority, but. I mean, my friends got into the Janae Aiko Miguel concert. Yeah. It's like general admission, pay yeah. nothing. Yeah. And it was an oak bar. Yeah. I was in line. I got tired. And yeah. I even had a badge. I, I, was, I was there last night. Yeah. I was like the Janae Aiko well, jump. Well, you know, once you're out for 12 hours and you have to you're wait in a line it. for two hours, I'm like, you know what? I think I have to go Yeah, home. I don't think it's that serious. <laughs> right. Like, but, you know, Janae cool, but. I encourage everyone yeah. to come to South by Southwest yeah. at least. Especially if you're in this like space, this business. Right. Uh, social media space, tech, like, music, music film, yeah. comedy, gaming. I mean, have you seen any um, film? Like, did you hit the film festival at that house? So I have never been to the film part, yeah. which is really bad. I yeah. should because there are some really cool films, yeah. and a lot of people come and they, you know, they have the premiere of their films here at South by. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Mm -hmm. I think I'm still at the tech. Want yeah. to go to all the activations yeah. and the parties, but. 
Eventually, I know I'll do the film part. I also really want to check out the comedy part of something. Yeah, that's I what I want to do, too. That's what I want to do, too. The film so, and the comedy is definitely on my list. Right, so I need to get better at doing that. Maybe next yeah. year. Have you, uh, have you hit up the Vice Land bus since you've been on? Yeah, I was over there. Yeah. I saw the Baby Goats. Yeah, the Baby Goats. So, yeah, that was cool. Vice yeah. Land always has some cool yeah, activities. I think they'll be here all through music, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, so. word, word. Um, again, man, I appreciate you for coming through. No I really, like, this has been cool. Um, you gave your you gave your parting words but just like a last like you have anything else to say or just be nice to others online i think that's that's the end too that's just real. be nice to everyone online yeah yeah we're all trying to <laughs> you know I've, i heard terry cruz say something like very interesting um he was like he was on the tim ferris podcast and he was saying everybody if you think of everybody as like a child you know what I'm saying? Like, cause in the sense of like, everyone's just trying to like figure things out. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, like just be nice to people because right. like, they're like not doing things out of like maliciousness or like mm-hmm. what most people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Some people are like, <laughs> Ill will. you know what I'm saying? But like most people aren't doing things out of like trying to be mean or like mm-hmm. trying, you know what I'm saying? Trying to hurt anyone. So it's like, you gotta think people, think of people as like a child and like, in the sense of like they're trying to just figure things out right. and just kind of treat them with that energy. And a lot of and, people on social media are really just trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, they're so. just trying to figure themselves out, trying to figure the world out. Mm-hmm. So that's actually good advice. Just be kind to everybody. Um, Alexis Davis, I appreciate you for coming through. All that. right, thank Let's you. Go. I appreciate you for listening to this episode of This A Podcast. Uh, definitely continue to check out everything we got on It's Nation TV. Like I said, we just dropped a new show called Saba Saga. Definitely still got the uh, Sporty Life TV on there popping. Uh, my homegirls got their podcast with the live from the back seat. Man, continue to support. I really do appreciate all that. We all do. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, let's just keep it going. It's fucking nation.